This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're doing a deep dive on how the stories we tell ourselves shape our perception. We got it started Monday with Get Unstuck. Tuesday, we talked freedom and change. Wednesday, we looked into another point of view. Yesterday, we moved forward with eyes wide open. And today, we are overcoming fear. Yesterday, we discussed Isaac Lidsky's exploration of how sight and our cognitive distortions alter the way we feel about ourselves and the world around us. You may recall that Isaac graduated from Harvard at 19 with an honors degree in mathematics and served as a law clerk to two U.S. Supreme Court justices, but he credits losing his eyesight for his most powerful awakening of all. Isaac's point in sharing his story is to introduce the idea that we can, through discipline, interact with our fabricated realities, our perceptions, and alter the way we subconsciously apply meaning to the things our senses are bringing into the great processing center of our brain. We can interrupt preconceptions with awareness. But he says ultimately the reason we choose not to is that we're comfortable. We remain stagnant, often out of fear. He explains, sight is just one way we shape our own reality. We create our own realities in many other ways. Let's take fear as just one example. Our fears distort reality. Under the warped logic of fear, anything is better than the uncertain. Fear fills the void at all costs, passing off what we dread for what we know, offering up the worst in place of the ambiguous, substituting assumption for reason. Psychologists have a great term for it, awfulizing. Fear replaces the unknown with the awful. Fear is self-realizing. He continues, when we face the greatest need to look outside ourselves and think critically, fear beats a retreat deep inside our minds, shrinking and distorting our view, drowning our capacity for critical thought with a flood of disruptive emotions. When we face a compelling opportunity to take action, fear lulls us into inaction, inciting us to passively watch its prophecies fulfill themselves. He shares his incredibly personal story as an example. When he was diagnosed with his blinding disease, he knew blindness would ruin his life. Blindness was a death sentence for his independence. It was the end of achievement for him. Blindness meant that he would live an unremarkable life, small and sad and likely alone. He knew it. He reflects that in reality, this was a fiction born of his fears, but he believed it. It was a lie, but it was his reality. And he asserts that if he had not confronted the reality of his fear and called it out for what it was and what it factually was not, he would have lived it. He is quite certain of that. It would have been surrender. So how do you live with your eyes wide open? How do you discern fact from fiction? How can you tell when you're filling in the blanks or jumping to conclusions, catastrophizing or awfulizing or becoming a victim of your own narrative? Isaac shares that it is a learned discipline. It can be taught. It can be practiced. 
We hold ourselves accountable for every moment, every thought, every detail. We have to see beyond our fears. We have to recognize our assumptions. We have to harness our internal strength, silence our internal critic, correct our misconceptions about luck and about success, accept our strengths and our weaknesses, and understand the difference. He goes on to say that we have to open our hearts to our bountiful blessings, our fears, our critics, our heroes, our villains. They are our excuses. They are our rationalizations, our shortcuts, our justifications, and ultimately our surrender. They are the fictions we are perceiving as reality. Choose to see through them. Choose to let them go. He finishes by posing these questions. What lies do you tell yourself? How do you embellish your truth and write your own fictions? What reality are you creating for yourself? In your career and in your personal life, in your relationships, and in your heart and soul, your backward swimming fish do you great harm. They exact a toll in missed opportunities and unrealized potential, and they engender insecurity and distrust where you seek fulfillment and connection. I urge you, he says, to search them out. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. See you again Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.